0: I'm an idiot, the computer was on mute, <laughs> but uh, well that's as good of a time as any to say bienvenidos and welcome to the Guantanamo Bays, a Cuban cousin Kiki. Kiki, I'm Brian Bogart and I'm Julene Goza and we are here live coming to you from Hollywood, How's your week Jules? It's going well. Yeah. I had a a pretty um, anxiety-inducing day because I I was in queue to get Beyonce tickets. Oh, that sounds very stressful. I got him. Get the fuck out of here. I know. I'm going to the Renaissance tour. (laughs) You must be so excited. (laughs) We were hanging out for like two hours before this. I was like, I'm going to wait until we're recording because I want to get a live reaction. Okay, guys, he's like kind of like a soft shade of red. Um, (laughs) One, because I'm happy for you. And two, because it immediately dawned on me that you saved it for us. record to tell me that because i know you're bursting at the seams you told me you were going to be waiting for these tickets a few days ago it's not on my mind i didn't think oh they're dropping today i wonder if julian got them but well well, it didn't drop for the general public but if you're a city (laughs) card holder which my friend happens to be then you're like i think on the second list can you explain to those not in the cool zone what the city card holder is it's i think it's like that you just have like a Oh, a, like a, a literal card. city credit like card, a city from city C I T I, yeah, yeah, from city. Okay, not as cool as I thought. But hey, <laughs> it's, you get cards. It's Beyonce, of course, this is gonna be like a tie-in with a bank. You get cards. We <laughs> yeah, we should talk about that more because Jay Z got in some hot water. But yeah, you get credit cards for the perks, and that's as good as perks as it gets, to be honest. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the one with the city card, but oh, my sapphire points feel like bullshit now compared to. <laughs> Being a, but, yeah, let's... I mean... Let's it's c- kind of tacky, but I'll talk about the price. Um, oh. <laughs> VIP oh, yeah, seats. Go. Okay, well, so I'm expecting a pretty high price tag here. $400. Oh, for VIP for, oh, F- for Beyonce VIP. What is VIP, though? It comes with, like, a bunch of merch items, really good seats. Uh, there's, like, a nice step and repeat if you want to get, like, a photo, like, on, like, a, you know, on a funny little red carpet. Okay, so...
1: And I like, get you. Yeah, I'll get
0: like a laminated thing. Better like seats a... and a little extra fluffing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I would expect Beyonce tickets to go for about that much with a good seat, and I'm not even thinking about perks and stuff like that. So maybe for the market, that's like kind of a good deal. But let's talk about just the I economy. Mean, I was thinking they'd be like at least eight hundred to a thousand a piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like know? I said probably good value for the market. Be crazy out yeah. there. Oh, they will be that much. You, you. These are the first prices that you got, so mm-hmm. you got as good a bang for your buck as you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, as I mentioned to you, it's kind of fitting because uh, a grandma, your Madrina Madrina my, mm-hmm. wait, yeah, my mom's mom, your mom's aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, this is her birthday, and the home girl lived lavishly. She did. So what yeah. a great way to commemorate her. Yeah, her her and father, you know, were kind of a uh, Cuban immigrant Beyonce and Jay Z. <laughs> A a they had so many escalates, guys. And yet, she was she was like the Jay-Z. Yes. Madrina was the Beyonce. Yes. Yeah. She was always quite the Lady Macbeth. And I mean that in, oh, in the most, the affectionate, most way affectionate way possible. possible. But, you know, she'd give us the chance Your mom on. and... Or, uh, or, Madrina and her mom, too. Abuela yeah. Olympia. Very yeah. strong women. And and Lady Macbeth-like, you know? Like, total <laughs> string pullers. <laughs> totally. But, goddamn, like who better to learn it from yeah and it was really cool seeing such a strong example from that in my family from the matriarch mm-hmm. and just being like damn these women be pulling the strings yeah you know? bitches get shit done <laughs> yeah, well, exactly in like 2008 <laughs> yeah yeah so oh and and i guess speaking of capitalism madrina but you know and beyonce and jay-z <laughs> yeah. but yeah J- uh, jay-z got some hot water i guess for wearing a $2.5 million watch at, uh, I guess it was the Grammys. And yeah. I think the wage of their workers, and I forget what country it is, but, you know. For Rock, uh, what's his brand? For their brand, but, you know, they're, they're making a. Oh, like Ivy Park, like her sportswear and lingerie stuff, or like more like. Well, they have multiple brands, right? Multiple, mm-hmm. and, and they probably have labor centers in, in probably like Bangladesh couple... and stuff yeah exactly wow. yeah, I, think, I think it's bangladesh it might be bangladesh mm. but i'm not entirely sure but i think they make something like 47 49 rupees a day their workers which is you know about and i, I don't want to do the conversion right but it's it's less than a dollar a day it's like in the 50 cents a day yeah. kind of range um so you know to wear uh two and a half million dollar watch at essentially i'll say it slave wages yeah I mean, that's what do you think of that? <laughs> well, I don't love that you correlated <laughs> grandma and grandpa. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. With that, I'm like they wouldn't have a sweatshop. No, they though. did. No, they did not have a sweatshop. They wouldn't want to operate a sweatshop. But I, I mean, but you know, they with, treated the entire staff. They like loved their staff. Yeah, Helio so was an angel. Rogelio, the bartender, he'd make us Diet Cokes for days. Yeah. um... no but this wasn't a regular bartender i need to add this detail people were like they had a live-in bartender this was like for christmas and like you know family functions and things but madrina would want to wear that watch yeah like she would wear that watch without thinking about it twice yeah and and enjoy the shit out of it that's that i was just talking about lavishness her pension yeah for nice things yeah yeah she definitely owned a fur or two she would have delighted in wearing that watch yeah i remember one time my dad my dad asked her like like they were going around the table during dinner and everyone asked what what is like if you had one wish a genie granted you one wish what would it be and madrina said a castle and my dad goes another one <laughs> they had the brownsville house they had the beach house that was know. an epic beach house yeah it was and i was the one in our generation that like because i took lived the there. most <laughs> advantage of it For i sure. would have like these crazy parties in that house Can you tell us? There's one (laughs) infamous one. There was one infamous one that basically revoked your beach house privileges at one point. Yes. I don't remember the second one, though. It was probably spring break. Yeah. yeah, I just remember there was a big scandal in the family where it was like, oh, and... So and so came in, and Julian, and the place was a mess, and it was blah blah blah. And I was oh like, "Damn, I'm not doing this." That was my biggest thought. I'm like, "Wow, crazy," but deep down, I'm just like slightly, really like yeah. totally resenting <laughs> you for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I okay. All right, mother and father side. They have nothing to do with uh, the operation that Jay Z and Beyonce. Right, had. right, right. <laughs> But but what what do you make of that? I guess what what are your thoughts? We don't talk a lot about Jay Z and what Beyonce like sweatshops. Just just besides, we the only time we talked about what would it be like to be that level of success and brand and everything like uh-huh. that. But it's like they clearly don't give a fuck about anyone. Like they're they're all about themselves. Yeah, I mean I think they care about their family, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's the most selfish level of care you could well, go beyond I th- yourself. I think she also believes in. The power of her fans, and maybe even the beauty of her fans. Like, mm. I don't know. I don't really think it's my place to qualify. What I should judge her That's on fair. is her performance abilities, and she's awesome. Okay, I've seen her twice. And I am talking. I, I went to bachella <laughs> Have you seen the uh, documentary on her doing that? She had just had two. She had just had the twins. No. And she has something like three to three or four months to like get ready for this huge show at Coachella. Yeah and it was incredible like she has this whole marching band that comes on on risers and like it was like watching a UFO land it was epic yeah she's a very groundbreaking performer yeah you always feel like you're seeing something new whenever whether she's like it was like she was 8 or 9 months pregnant and I think it was the Grammys but she straight up like first of all just like presented herself all the great wardrobe and lights and, and everything and then she gets in a chair and the chair dips like 270 degrees where she's like upside down and oh, and you're I've seeing this, this nine woman this nine month pregnant woman just like hang upside down and you're just like oh my dear god like yeah, yeah. I, I was straight up scared watching it she's really good at like the perfectionism and spectacle yes um but like in a way that's still very curated i don't like she herself doesn't live a very spectacular like i think it's a quite low-key life day-to-day day by design mm, you know maybe maybe Maybe. It's doesn't look very low key to me though from where I'm standing. Well, I mean when she's in the when she's out of the public eye, I think yeah. she operates a little more clandestine, clandestinely. clandestinely. <laughs> clandestinely. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. That's another from the wicked sound shack. Yeah. But people, you know I mean, but how much of her time is in the public eye? It's a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. So so the only other way to operate would be clandestine. And it goes back to the fact that like, yeah, she wants money and security, you know, which mm-hmm. like, you know, i get it i think beyond security i don't i don't think i'd be that restless i think it's fair to say power too like power factors into the equation influence yeah Yeah. i know someone who was it someone at the grammys last night um was it diplo someone like murmured audibly oh they referring to jay-z and beyonce oh they bought that upon beyonce winning the, the best dance album damn i mean i don't know you think that's just diplo hating I don't know. And also, I really hope it's Diplo or else I'm I'm Tucker Carlson up in here spewing spewing, spewing, (laughs) Spewing semi-facts. It's okay. Exactly. We never claim to have, you know, we never claim to be news. Yeah, Yeah, people um, can Google it if they're intrigued enough. Yeah, with that said, we have a few new segments we want to try out. Try to organize, focus the pod a little bit so it's not just us going off on the tangents about Jay-Z and Beyonce, which inevitably it will. But I think you have something new you wanted to try. I obviously have The World According to Jewels ready to go. Okay. But um, what do you want to start with first? Do you want to ask me? You have a new segment you wanted to try, and uh, if, if you wanted to, we could go with it, or we could do what we know is just that the people love, which is World According to Jewels. Oh, just jump right into it? Because we, we, we decided on a main topic, which is obviously the Chinese balloon. <laughs> well, it's everyone's main topic, isn't it? <laughs> it's everywhere um it's kind of a quaint news story though it felt very like 1950s to me it's it's sputnik you know it's <laughs> it's our era sputnik um there these balloons are nothing new i mean they've been showing up around different countries last couple years you know mm-hmm. so they've they've been on international waters and coasts like kind of uh you know i think japan had one of them go over they, they've been over some european countries and Now, and also the US had like detected this earlier, but was trying to be very careful with how they rolled out the information. So there's so many factors at play that it's really hard to kind of that. Well, that brings me to my first question about Mm -hmm. this. Do you think it was something that the government like had to disclose? Because I bet it was so hard to see to the naked eye. It was so high up. Well, Wasn't but, it 60,000 feet but, up? But they have radar capabilities. Well, they do, but yeah. but I don't. Going to the grocery store, Billy Joe Redneck in Missouri isn't like... Well, so that's the thing. This balloon was way bigger than they initially thought. It was over 200 feet big. 200 feet long. So... So it was like a flight hazard. Well, it's it's a hazard for a lot of reasons. But, yeah, the, the government, I think, had detected it coming into the coast of Alaska. Mm-hmm. Didn't say anything, because they, they deem that it's not a immediately threatening like it's not a weapon yielding kind of vehicle but it is it, like, That's it is a long way to go for a man in a parachute hello? Sir. hello. <laughs> yeah. like oh is that boy in colorado he, <laughs> Shit, he's at it again um but yeah uh, there, there's also you know a theory that china is testing how close they could get before our radar can detect certain aerial vehicles and mm-hmm. they could potentially deliver um you know nukes to certain uh, nuclear silos around the U.S. because they were in areas that the U.S. has sensitive military facilities. Right. Um, like they, like that's like the northwest kind of, like, like just inland from the northwest. Montana. North. Montana, yeah. Wyoming. You're not wrong. Idaho, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, a lot of the west coast, near the west coast, but you know, a lot of rural areas, you know, where you just have massive government facilities in the middle of nowhere doing mm. God knows what and the whole town that's there works in that facility, you know. So yeah. if you want to talk about clandestine, um, so right. we have two clandestine countries and agencies controlling what to trickle out. When the U.S. did shoot down the balloon, which they did a few days into it, I do think the U.S. played it pretty well by not overreacting militarily right off the bat and, you know, giving, you know, kind of making it yeah, clear how like, ridiculous this whole thing is. But I liked when they shot it down. Everyone did. Everyone's like, fuck yeah. Let's. I was like, good readings. Oh, definitely, and and now they're recovering everything from the balloon. That's when they found out it was as bigger than they realized. Was when they start recovering the debris. Wow. They're like this fucker, this fucking thing was two hundred feet. Wow. Long, yeah. Oh, wouldn't you love to be in a lab with that? You think it's like, like probably poisoned or something? Wow. <laughs> spritz it with with a little extra. That's coat why. Of new that's barrier. why they waited until it was over the water to shoot it down. That's why they didn't shoot it down immediately. You know, probably for a number of reasons. Probably because they didn't want to look too provocative right out the gate. Yeah. And, and because now China's saying like, I can't believe the U.S. would shoot this down. They're, they're kind of up in arms about it. But literally everyone's like, fuck you right now, China. Like that, that everyone, was everyone? like Europe too and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Cause we're all allies. Europe is tending to wean. Well, the Russian Ukraine war has opened a lot of eyes into China's role. Right. So, you know, geopolitically, you know, and yeah, I think as a general, we're not pro Chinese government in this house. <laughs> No, you could you know. no, no, and that's not to say not pro Chinese people. I love the Chinese people. I, I love everyone I like from everywhere. Xi Jinping. It's a his. It's a fun it's name. A very, yeah, yeah. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. That's also fun. You know <laughs> that they banned. Does. They banned. Oh, that's why they banned all him, right? images of Winnie the Pooh in China. Oh. Yeah, he's sensitive. <laughs> He's a sensitive little soul. <laughs> Listen, I get Who it. He just wants to dominate the world. I'd be so petty if I was in that position. Oh, you'd be a terrible dictator. I'd be like, so none of my exes in the industry were <laughs> Are you looking forward to making Don't the- green light. <laughs> Are you look- pilot? <laughs> <laughs> are you excited to make it in the industry so you could cut off your exes from access to success? <laughs> no, no. If anything, I'd like, you know, I, again, it's my pisky in nature, but I'd like surprise them and be like, actually, I want you for the lead. Like, what? It's like, and then like somehow like, I don't know. Jeremy, like selling, stand selling here. Movie yeah. and like getting my name rid of it. Like, like fully incorporating them to then sabotage them. I, think I would just be imagine a more you just speed. being like, stand here. When I knew you, you were selfish, unloving, and just a bastard to be around and then he's like i'm sorry and you're like but congratulations yeah. you on the he's like, like, which oh makes God. you perfect for yeah, this. exactly it's just like oh he's a star this is the story of a bitter woman it's like <laughs> you sure you don't want to play it um <laughs> chinese balloons yeah i'm down for all the silos in montana i kind of i think about living there sometimes if we weren't so damn cold want to have a kid that's like a stoner that climbs into the silos you know you want you're just kind of describing like a rambunctious youth in an 80s movie who's just like from the wrong side of the tracks you want to have a kid who's from the wrong side of the tracks who could like teach his town how to a dance kid from the right side of the tracks turns out to be from the i don't know this summer, <laughs> but I'm trying to get back to the topic of Chinese balloons. Maybe it's just well, that... I, I could say a lot about it. So just ask me what you want to know. I mean, I'm happy they shot it down. Mm-hmm. It was um, fun. I it was, don't know really the have first any questions. questions about it. Again, that's what makes it such a quaint news story. I'm like, great. I understand all this. I know what a balloon looks like. Well, it was the, and I mean, this was a big one. Just a lot of geopolitical implications. I think it was the first time an F-22 was used in combat. Um, I think it was an F-22 Can that ended me? up shooting down the balloon. Yeah, it was an F-22. So this was the they first obviously filmed it, right? Uh-huh. America. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did yeah. you see it? It's pretty satisfying footage. I'll I'll show you. Oh yeah, it's on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, China's probably getting rid of all the, of those yeah, they, videos. I, I wonder I wonder what what the Chinese balloon TikTok is right now. I, I mean I feel like it's gotta be a topic. That would be fun. We should have yeah. thought about looking that up while we were recording. I'll have to do that in my free time now. <laughs> I never go on TikTok for all these reasons, but uh it might be worth my time uh to, you know, yeah i'm always tonight. surprised to see how much gay content is on tiktok despite well that's sure. So in china those videos aren't as available on tiktok right 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 it's it's gay because it knows you want gay content yeah yeah so they're just yeah you're like i've never like, seen it yeah of these. <laughs> if, if i was going through tiktok probably not as much it wouldn't have none but it not just not as much you know <laughs> sure sure yeah um but what i don't know what are you curious about as it relates to what this might mean I mean, oh. yeah, you know, if, if you have any questions, I'm not an expert, but yeah, I've definitely... <laughs> well, I saw that spot. someone's trip was canceled to Bl- Blinken, Bill Blinken. Anthony Blinken. Blinken. That, so they speculate, so Secretary... He was going to go to Beijing and they canceled it. Right, and they speculate that's one of the reasons the government kept it. You know, their lid tight on it was because they, they you, were, you know, maybe we still want to send them to China. Yeah, China has a very aggressive foreign policy stance. It's called like I don't know, it's something crazy like War Tiger or something like that. And so, yeah, <laughs> I love that. It, yeah, for the Fuck, last, we're losing. It's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I raise you. Yeah, I know. Uh, Bare <laughs> eagle. A yeah, but but it's it's a literal diplomatic strategy that's marked by its like aggressive rhetoric and um et cetera et cetera. And, uh, and so lately, as you know, Russia looks really bad in the Ukraine war, yes, Russia has allies, but not not to the extent that certainly the West does and back mm-hmm. in Ukraine. So from a global standpoint, it, it sure seems like most of the world is on Ukraine's side, even if people have their issues with the government and Zelensky and things like that. And I get that. But, um, but yeah, you know, with with Yeah, Russia's, I got an issue with him. With Russia's, what's your issue? I find him hot. Um, <laughs> That's more an issue with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Some about him gets me hot and bothered. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and he's got, he, he's just like aged so many years in the last few months. Mm-hmm. So now he's just like, I've watched his show and he's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. and then now he's like, blah, 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 blah. you know, so it's just <laughs> like, I, I get it, dude. You know, I'm, and at the end of the day, I, I got to respect any, any actor, actor. politician, yeah. I mean, and as much as I hate Reagan, I still that was always like a novelty, a point of novelty for me with him. I was just like, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. As much yeah. as I don't like a lot of stuff he did in his presidency, I like what it represents as far as okay, you can be in entertainment and also be influential and be a total sellout, <laughs> and all, you can also sell out. Yeah, yeah. Turn your backs on all your friends and your gays. Although son I think he did and... more than sell out too. I think he was and Nancy in particular but they were pretty proactive in their agendas they weren't like yeah just following I, I think I know and everyone drags Texas but I'm like California had Reagan dude like he was he was arguably even more effective than, than Bush effective well, I mean yeah not even an argument yeah. like effective in uh, well, he was also well liked by the time he left office you know Bush yeah had the rose right. approval rating right yeah and Xi Jinping's not going anywhere huh or like there's to give a lot of sun like oh well, there's a lot of internal strife within the CCP right now mm-hmm. and China and Russia had announced their partnership without limits weeks before Russia invaded Ukraine and China would have loved nothing more for than Russia to just sweep and take Ukraine. China probably would have gone straight after Taiwan after that oh. but this has really delayed everything and has kind of in a way reestablished US hedge money. Um, at least for As now. like arbiters of peacekeeping. Yeah, I mean, the U.S. has played the most pivotal role in Ukraine not falling up to this point. Yeah. Uh, certainly from a financial standpoint and defense Gosh, standpoint. even though I err once again on the side of like more of like the Scandinavian approach or something, you know. But that, well, but Scandinavia is now joining NATO. So oh, this, well, this has made them tip the scales against. Just because I'm like, didn't we learn anything from the Taliban? Like, I don't know. This is me being a dumb fuck probably. But it's like, you can't arm these people... And then, I mean, you got to play the long game when you do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, of course, they are. But it's—I mean, they, I don't know. Right? Didn't we arm the Taliban in the eighties against the against Soviet, Soviet Union? Union? Yeah. And, it, it and how did that a, work out? Well, it played a huge role in the Soviet Union collapsing. And of course, it, it did come that's back. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, the, <sighs> nah, you made me sound dumb with this shit. I don't want to talk about geopolitics. on this. No, but but that's Even the thing we're calling Guantanamo Bay. But you're not wrong. You yeah. know. So you're not wrong. Yes. Um, the U.S. arming, the Taliban, the U.S. arming Afghanistan led to a lot of domestic and international terrorism from the people that we gave those weapons to. Yeah. It, it in essence, dragged us into these, you know, unwinnable wars. Um, Should the and Soviet it also, Union have collapsed? And it also brought <laughs> do down think? the Soviet Union. Which you are pro. I'm pro, well, I'm pro. Co- countries being sovereign. Sovereignty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so if if uh, a union has a political motivation to dissolve and it does, and that's what's best for the people, and there was, and the Baltic states don't want to give their territory back. Everyone who has left the Soviet Union, yeah, they're is like, fuck that. Yeah, they don't want to go We're back, the Euro bitch. Yeah, they don't want to go back. <laughs> i going so, to Louis Vuitton. See ya. Yeah. And the only way that they're going to apparently is is if Russia takes over by military force, which they can't even seem to do right now. So well, no, I mean I went, I mean <laughs> actually I guess a little bit of shade to Russia, but like when I think of Russia, it still all uh, looks nineteen eighties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and what what like we've the aesthetic learned of it just looks so dated. And what we've learned in the war is that their equipment and methodology is still also very eighties. Yeah, um, it's still like World War One. They're still fighting this like attritional. That's hundreds the... of thousands are dying. That's it's... probably the the worst uh, issue with a hegemonic government. Is that it's much easier for it to kind of flatline, because you're having less of a uh, handoff, you know, from one regime to the next, or maybe not regime, but just from one leader to the next. One power. Yeah, one one yeah yeah one like person essentially to the next. I mean, Putin's been there forever, right? And Xi Jinping too, for that matter. Uh, yes, and he doesn't have any term limits now. I know. But those those governments, the two things that they have in common, they tend to fight wars when things aren't going well, and domestically in Russia, domestically in China, things haven't been going well. Mm-hmm. And so that's when it's time to, you know, unite the country by going to war. Um, Putin, who's like... Which, hey, we even do here. But yeah. We did it after 9-11. Well, but, but not in the sense that... You know, a lot of times, yeah, there are presidents who will maybe want a war to define their legacy, but they at least know that they're gonna have to leave office eventually. And these two leaders don't have that looming in the back of their mind. And in their mind, if they do leave office, it's gonna end with their death. You know, this isn't really these aren't really countries and governments where there's a lot of China was for for a little while, but after Xi Jinping. And, and these countries fall. I mean, these leaders, the autocrats, they do have their blind spots. So even if they can unite a country and pull them in a certain direction, they almost always... Well, and this is a pretty neoliberal outlook on our part, too, because then you talk to some people that live in these countries, and they're like, yeah, I want them to stay as long as possible. I don't want this to leave a vacuum, because then who the fuck knows what's going to happen then. Especially, like, the older, I feel like, citizens of these countries are like, listen, don't question it too much. Keep your head down. We're okay. So long as there's a semblance of a middle class, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. Um, And I and, well, you, you don't want a power vacuum, you know? And, and officially, the goal is... For these leaders to step down so that there can be a precedent set for peaceful transition of power in their respective countries. Which, going to Cuba, shout out, I mean, it seems pretty gradual. I don't know what's going to happen after Raul. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. Ooh, this is actually a good time to have our segment. It's called News from the Motherland. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Great segue. Yeah. News from the Motherland, news segment from the Guantanamo Bay's podcast. (laughs) Elion Gonzalez. We all remember Elian Gonzalez. Well, you and I do. Let's uh, refresh the readers. The listeners. He, <laughs> I know. I always make that fucking mistake. Um, well, he was in Florida staying with his father. With it, his father? Did, yeah, his father. And, and didn't someone drown on the way over? Oh, really? Yeah, was, wasn't that the whole point? Like, I mean, like That's like, why like, I was like, don't ask me to recap this. So, all <laughs> I, I remember is Saturday Night Live at a sketch uh, of him being saved by the dolphins, because right, you know, yeah. yeah, he was like shipwrecked or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I don't know if you call it yeah, shipwrecked. The, there was, it was a like storm dingy boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a storm, and I don't know if who he was with, but but he he was, that that kind of might have been the whole issue because he did wash up like either by himself or like very small group. He was with his father, and then extradited. And the father died? No, I thought on the. Either way, yeah, he was extradited. By swift From the US. force. Mm-hmm. I mean, those photos were horrifying. Yeah, there was Although, a photo. How did the media get those photos? I mean, I'm sure they were just leaked. There was From uh... like, someone in the house taking photos? Or like... Maybe, they I never been, thought about Might have been body cam footage. In the 90s, they had body cams? So, Elion Gonzalez <laughs> was a young boy, uh, a Cuban immigrant who washed up to American shores and was living in florida with his uncle, aunt, like, uncle. something like that uncle. yeah with a relative he was hiding you know he a swat team came and grabbed him guns pointed everywhere um and and took him and, and sent him back to cuba and there was this massive national debate on should he stay? You know, should we keep him in the U.S.? You know, should Not we... a matter of questioning the level of aggression? Oh, you know what? Part of you know team? what? I, I think I think also part of this was, like, his mom or dad in Cuba. Like, so, there was someone in Cuba who was, like, wanting him back. But then right. the, the, the U.S. Right, family right, right, right. was, like, yeah. So there was kind of this debate on, do we send him back to Cuba where one of his relatives wants him or... Do we keep him in the U.S.? We're like... And now doesn't he very much dislike the U.S.? I mean, I guess why wouldn't he? That would be such a tragedy. Dramatic... Well, if, if they did that to me, I, I would... You'd yeah, never forgive Well, and you. I bet his mom, too, when he came back, was like, Listen, I told you that's why you don't go over there, you know? they will cover Probably. you with guns and... But I Gonzalez, I, I want us to like... Uh, I want him to like us. Nah, it'll <laughs> never be. And... Because I like him a lot. I do, If too. I got anyone's face tattooed on me... <laughs> this occurred to me when we were talking about bringing this up. I swear to God, it'd be a young Elian Gonzalez. Just because I think it's... I oh, like, for, I don't know why, but I was also thinking of you saying, like, their face tattooed on your face. But you're just mean like, their face anywhere no, on your face. No, yeah, bum. like, I'm like, I don't know, my rib or something. But yeah, or a little like, portrait of Elion. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, I not that I was ever extradited and I was a citizen and stuff, but, like, I just feel a kinship with him. This is one of the first stories that broke where it really occurred to me that I was Cuban because it was talked about so much right. at family dinners whenever we would visit. And everyone, you know, I remember our mothers really clutching their pearls over this one. Mm-hmm. And it hit us because he was essentially our age. Right. And. Yeah, just about. Two yeah. Two years younger. Yeah, he's 29 now. Isn't he running? For- oh, yeah. So that's and that's why we bring this up. And we bring this up because now a 29 year old Elion Gonzalez is running for Cuban parliament. Hey. Which will probably give you an idea of what he thinks about the U.S do you run for government in Cuba if you're like well that could also be issues he has with Cuba and he wants to change it from the outside in but sure, I'm sure yeah I mean I don't know I also didn't realize maybe he misses being in the public eye hmm interesting <laughs> I wonder I wonder what his like social What's media his presence Can he has click his been Wiki? you know oh yeah open his Instagram and well, let me click Elian he Gonzalez he lives in Waco Texas no. that's not him Brian Next year. yeah this is not Elian no. Gonzalez Okay, all seen. your notifications. You have like 15 likes. Uh, I don't think he might. He has like a public Instagram. Wait, so go back to his wiki. I want to see how old he is. He's 29. No, no, no. Or I'm sorry, December, December 6th. Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Burn it to the ground, Elian. You know that immediately. That's the last of the fire signs. That's oh. like the most intense fire sign. It's like the bon- it's like the house fire. You know. Okay. Britney Spears is a Sagittarius. So then, if he runs for parliament and wins, what would you project his tenure to be like? Um, I think he'd be very popular. Mm-hmm. What kind of leader do you think he would be? <laughs> probably autocratic as fuck. <laughs> so you, you think he'd be a my way or the highway kind of guy? I think so, but I think that's kind of how you have to roll. Yeah. In in Cuban government, maybe. I don't know. I I haven't ruled in Cuba, <laughs> but but probably you know like obviously it's I uh, mean if you're actually angling to be like a public figure and not just you know, um, someone that yeah. No, I I think he but, wants to be an AOC. Oh, like you went, you, but like also left? I don't know about his politics. Yeah. But me, you mean just like a, viewed as a wonder. That kind of And like figure. being on like a cover on Time, mm-hmm. Yeah, like Time magazine cover. Totally. Yeah. He, he's not done. The world's not done with Elion Gonzalez. In I'm fact, certainly not. In fact, I think we're just I just be, can't help but adore him. Because I Google him every few years or so just to yeah. see what he's doing. Yeah, me too. But lately, um, yeah. And th- so this is probably the biggest news to come out since he'd been extradited. And so now it's like, we might just be starting with Elion Gonzalez. Yeah. I'd probably vote for him. Fuck it. I'll bet. I'll bet. I mean, without knowing who the other candidate is, who would beat him? Like, who who is opposing him? I mean, that it, again, I have no idea. It would seem. It would seem like he'd be such a popular candidate at face value, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless he's just like doing wild stuff, like. And completely. He, it's it's also affirming, I think, for like the the Cuban psyche for him to be like, listen, I've been to the other side. That shit doesn't work either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they'd be vindicated. In a way, or feel vindicated. Because they're like, okay, cool, it's not over just because Castro died. Uh, And when you're voting for anyone, the story matters. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think just with the elements of his story and what happened to him, there's a very clear narrative he could craft from a camp. Basically, his campaign strategist has a lot to work with. Mm Mm-hmm. So so I, does his publicist. This should be his to to lose. Yeah, or I guess your campaign strategist in political terms. In this I like, case, I, I hope he's a politician that becomes an actor. <laughs> I, I don't know. To La, it's like oh my god, I saw him at One Oak. It was crazy, man. man if, if I fucking lose out an audition, <laughs> so is it Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Right? I can't be mad if like he gets booked <laughs> over me in something. Like if I lost out an audition to Elion Gonzalez, I'd be like just take for it, sure. Yeah. I'd be like reparations. <laughs> yeah, it's the least we could do. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of um, well, this is kind of a ham-fisted thing. I was gonna say, speaking of hot air, <laughs> go ahead, because politicians are full of it. Oh, that too, and also the balloon. Okay, <laughs> wow, reaching way back. <laughs> God damn, we've covered like two topics, and that, and you. Okay, all right, go ahead. Um, can I can I bring in my segment now? Yeah. Okay. What's your segment? I asked you this earlier. I wanted it. Okay, so it's called <laughs> bogey Bogie bum bum. Boogie Boogie Bum Bum bum, bum by the inimitable Selena. And it's Boogie Boogie Bum Bum. Boogie Boogie Bum Bum. Okay, can we sing it at the same time on three? One, two, three. Boogie Boogie Bum Bum. Love it. Boogie Boogie Bum Bum. Bum, bum. All right. Go ahead. And so pretty much the whole idea is I will read you a news story. We could talk about it. And as we're talking about it, don't know how good you are at multitasking. Oh boy. But you could look up a song mm-hmm. that this article reminds you of <laughs> or, or a news story reminds you of or if you if you're worried about royalties and stuff you could just sing I'm it. not I'm not Oh I mean hell yeah yeah then uh, so as we're talking about it so I yeah. have I have two go ahead all right, so the first is... Do you know who Zara Larson is? <laughs> so this might be a... I don't know. Okay, that's my song. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Zara Larson. But we haven't even gotten to the news story. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, but I love I'm looking the girl now. That's like your first submission. She is a Swedish singer, it looks like. Yes. Uh-huh. So I need to... I want to play this clip of her uh, on TikTok. Okay. All right. God and help then it. I want to hear your thoughts while you search. This. <laughs> okay. Here we go. We need to talk about this. I'm about to go to a movie, and it made me think, like... People say, oh, if you want to talk during a movie, you shouldn't go to the cinema. Uh, uh, Lies. If you don't want to hear people talking during a movie, you shouldn't go to the cinema. Because, like, isn't the whole thing about watching something with other people in the same room to, like, experience it together and laugh and scream and have full-on analysis about the characters? Like, (laughs) while you're watching it, if you want to sit in silence like a fucking stone, just go home, like and yeah sorry <laughs> oh man what's I'm too busy thinking about like what she's saying and how she's saying it. I know why does she talk like that well I mean she's Swedish um so no sure but it was like ex. more well it's Swedish, it's Swedish valley girl <laughs> she's got a Swedish valley girl pop I you guess know. for me it was a little more like this it was more like like chola like or something like no it's, it's, I don't it's know. Swedish yeah the, the chola valley element uh-huh. yeah so I think she clearly has, has like watched a lot of American media you know is, yeah. is what I'll say yeah. Um, do you think people should have the right to talk? The, that's theater? the thing. I feel like there, there's definitely a way slash ways to talk in a movie theater without people hearing you. You just fucking whisper. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think you don't have the right to talk
1: Loudly. at whatever
0: volume you please. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, we're all there with people like I'll whisper shit to you. I'll whisper shit to, you know, if, if. So- you know, like sometimes you have something to say or, or you have a question, but um, yeah. And then you know, I'm laughing, like I laugh, I cry, I walk, <laughs> you know, I I do all those things when watching a movie, and no one's ever. So I feel like she's been obnoxious in a lot of movie theaters and has gotten called out for it, and that's yeah, that's what right? It's quite defensive. To. Yeah, it's very defensive. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I talk in movies, and I've never. It had... also comes down to genre. Uh Like, if someone's, like, particularly disruptive during, like, a more solemn (laughs) or dramatic film, that's when I start to be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, you're, because now you're, like, I want to go into this and, like, submit to whatever tone the director's trying to achieve Mm -hmm. or the writer's trying to achieve. right. And you're getting in the way of that. Whereas, like, a horror film or comedy yeah. is obviously way more palatable if people are interacting Yeah, with it. but if I'm watching Triangle of Sadness and they're like, oh, shit, you know, yeah. just like throwing their popcorn everywhere, then... Although, I don't know. That's, again, why I liked that film is just because people were just, like, hooting It's, it's a bad example. It's, Did yeah, you see it yeah. yet? because I haven't seen it. <laughs> I was just thinking of tar. Revered. Tar yeah, would ta- be a Tar was one. another one, but I hadn't seen that either. If you're, so... like, too, per, 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 I don't know, snickering. and Too persnickety. Or... I don't think that means snickering. Persnickety's just kind of like you're you're kind of negging it a little oh. bit, just kind of jabbing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, chiding. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it, it's it's Borderline and Automatopoeia. So, have you thought of what song would match this new story? It's a bit of a clumsy one. It's okay. a bit of, but, and a little, but I came in like a wrecking ball. Because <laughs> I'm good. sure she's just like, has fucking done that to so many movies that she's attended in theaters it yeah. seems like you have one or i is have her? one okay go ahead careless whisper that's funny that's and a good one right yeah yeah and you just you just got to be careful with your whispering yeah that's all and she's been careless it sounds yeah and also i can't stand her i don't know any of her songs like i do love a scandinavian pop singer i mean who doesn't I who among us does not love a scandinavian they, pop they asked robin in an interview you know robin which Robin? celebrated dance artist Robin with a Y oh, okay yeah, um, yeah. She did, I'm dancing on my own you know do, 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 do. the lights go out oh okay no out. I don't know who this is but she's, she's great um, yeah I'm going to play more of her stuff because Brian you will love it but they were asking her she's also Swedish they were like wow so many pop stars from Sweden like Max Martin who wrote a bunch of Britney Spears stuff mm-hmm. and she was like ABBA it's because we learn ABBA when we are He's seven years oh, old oh that's awesome and I was like "That's who like, better to learn from what a man. great export if that yeah if that like, was Texas my is like guns and oil like <laughs> they're like well, we just we just know an earworm when we write it you know it's like that's cool yeah and, and maybe I also feel like the Eurovision culture is kind of like oh, bred in there true. too so you just have so much proclivity I mean to put it bluntly like just to pursue the arts or just to appreciate and my dumbass was about to ask if Cuba participates in Eurovision no no they don't all right. yeah. <laughs> so the u.s sorry. doesn't either i wish we did i wish we had like a north be american competitive yeah sure and but we'd probably like come in like fifth or something you know like it was <laughs> because they don't like <laughs> americans yeah maybe that or maybe just like at the end of the day these this is like kind of in their culture like your mm-hmm. vision is like mm-hmm. like it'd be kind of arrogant to think we just come in and blow it out year one like we'd have mm-hmm. to kind of start to nail the tone of it like it has right. its own personality I, right. I just it's so cool that europe has those kind of things that are so communal that yeah everyone participates in yeah that uh you know we're just out here that's kind of why i like football you know mm-hmm. it's like it is tribal but it's still You're talking kind of about unified. soccer or football No, like american football <laughs> which <laughs> we'll talk about the super bowl next week yeah i guess we will yeah i well, think we're gonna watch it together um, I don't know. The person whose house I'm going to, she's... she's. Oh, okay. Don't me. worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's it is fine. full, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is full, Mother Mary. <laughs> yeah, mine's full, too. I had a thing, too, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Don't even worry. Cool. Yeah. I guess we'll recording now. You have another uh, I'll leave fucking story for me? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. Great. Okay. <laughs> Brian, you're hurting me. <laughs> Julian, shut the fuck up. Um, so did you see that AMC is changing its ticket pricing based on where you're sitting in the theater? No, uh, I think that's fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of a way to. It's just like another move an airline <laughs> do would my... do. Yeah, it's it's a very airline-y move. You're kind Same of with the VIP lines at AMC. Right. It it does make theaters less democratic. Yes. Right. And films should be democratic. Yeah. There are some. I'm kind not of... saying it's free. No. 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 But no, easily got, accessible. Gotta gotta earn that price of admission. Yeah but uh it's but cool accessible product. and also like if you really love it you should be allowed to like you know you're the one booking tickets early mm-hmm. you're the one showing up first um so you know you you deserve to to like like if you're really putting in the time to be first on everything you should find the best spot in the theater and enjoy it well yeah, there's and there's already reserved seating. But but this is like very So then to charge for the reserved seating is so just like them stripping us of one of the things they had already given us. It's a very Amazon-y move. Mm. It's a very like subscriptiony right. you know, or, or yeah, and it's, I it's very airline airlines signed up for their stubs list or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's like Gives you like I don't know free refills free of. Oh, data over. data that they've collected on you has absolutely contributed to this decision. You know something about the way that you interacted with their CRM and their. Do you really yeah. think so? Oh well, I mean yeah, I mean they they've been mining data. They won the yeah. COVID wars. I know. Yeah, they won the COVID wars, and a lot of it was through their. A uh, loyalty program, right? Like they're yeah, because it's only twenty five. <laughs> you gotta go pitching it. Like, it's all over company. Brian, you get five you movies are... a month for twenty five. You... No unlimited movies, I think, for twenty five dollars a month. Right, and you're making my point because yeah, because I go they easily go see a movie because it's such a great deal. They they might not even be making money doing that, but they are harvesting the data to now make moves like this where, so this is going to start to show up more favorably in their bottom line. So. You mean they will start introducing things like tiered seating? Uh huh. This, yeah, I'm, I'm sure this just is because they're not making as much this money. This is the first dick move that they've been that they made, and it's not going to be the last. Dude. Not the first dick move, you know, but I, but in like the post COVID glow of AMC, like right. the post COVID victory of AMC, they're like they planted their flag, and now they're ready to fucking. Did, whip. You ever, did you ever have um, what was it called? The movie card? What was it? Movie pass. Um, I didn't, but I had friends who did. And oh, so, Brian, yeah. the best months of my life. And AMC kind of like made their own version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, once again, it has strings. Movie passes strings was it was not sustainable. Same with streaming. Now, and how, like, yeah. Netflix is like, oh, we're gonna introduce ads. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So and we're like, we're back to cable companies now. Yeah. So what song do you want to play in in commemoration of? Um, I'm gonna in memoriam for the the once free seating. Um, it is going to have to be Falco's Put It on the Ritz, because, cool. um, you know, it's it's about living an extravagant lifestyle, and I think mm-hmm. if you are buying those premium seats at AMC these days, you're probably putting on the Ritz, too. Dang. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. Fucking thanks. I guess the A and AMC stands for Amazon now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a I'm is for up. M, yeah. For, M is for money, <laughs> and C is for capitalist Yeah, picks. capitalism, <laughs> fucking burn it. Yeah, that's. I don't know. It's. I find it sad, but. So I mean, yeah, it's sad, and uh, prime not the last. Hold thing. on, I have a good one. Okay, what's yours? So bad by Robert Schwartzman. <laughs> doesn't have to doesn't be so bad. Call me an idealist. Is this you? you know saying like you know maybe like calming everyone like guys i know it's like not ideal but don't worry no i'm more being like why do they have to make movie going so oh, competitive because they want to make it money it doesn't have to be so bad they make uh, money those fucking amazon money capitalist pigs. pigs anyway you should get a Stubbs card <laughs> <laughs> fabulous program 25 a month gets you any movie you want so so that was beauty that was beauty bogie bogie bum bum well thank you for that's fun I think we might keep that around as a regular Yeah, segment. it's nice right yeah um, we had an hour and four minutes unlock the door I gotta go okay any final thoughts um, on any of it <laughs> on the pod baby any final thoughts before we I say hope, goodbye I to hope our this listeners this structure is working mm-hmm. um, let us know in the comments let us know if you liked bogie bogie bum bum I liked it. I yeah. think we should keep it. Okay. Um, beyond that, yeah, no final comments. I hope this next, this coming week is as exciting. Oh, oh, we should do like a Valentine's Day special on our way out. What are you doing for Valentine's, Brian? Oh my God, I don't know yet. I know who it's going to involve. Uh-huh. It's going to involve my lovely girlfriend, Hong. But that's all I know so far. Okay, cool. And, and dinner. You're doing dinner. They're all, I'm sure dinner will be involved. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Oh, no, 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 of course, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I got, uh, I got, I was just put on the spot, so I was like, freaking out, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I know, I was like, I wonder why he's keeping his cards so close to the vest on the No, no, stuff. no, but yeah, I got a prefix meal for two at Mirame, mm. the restaurant. mm mm-hmm, it's delicious. Yeah. Get the fried so snapper tacos. I'm excited for that. How about you? I'm gonna go see Boogie Nights in 75 mm This That's... is why you asked me what I'm doing. Because uh, you want to talk about Boogie Nights. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> but but that sounds so fun, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah, it's like been restored to 75 mm millimeter. Uh, gonna go see that in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. With my sweet friend Seth. Yeah. Um, Where no funny business will happen. No, we are so platonic. Yeah. So even though I once tried to cuddle up on him once in bed, and he he was frozen stiff, and the next morning I woke up and he was sleeping in the armchair. And he was like, You grabbed me at one point. I was like, Come on, baby. Can you get a little just <laughs> a little a little bit oh yeah. a little bit of 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 a little bit but a little bit but a little bit of 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 a little 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 bit little I love cucumber sandwiches. Right? Total weakness. (laughs) Well, from the Guantanamo Bay's podcast, I'm Brian Bogart. And I'm Julie Gibson. Thank you and good night.